Welcome to AudioPie's English Literature and Language Show. You can dip into huge chunks of over 19 series for free and learn on the go. Happy listening, everyone. Welcome back to AudioPie's series for GCSE students about Dennis Kelly's DNA. Throughout these podcasts, we'll be guiding you through what you will need to know about the play to prepare you to be able to answer exam questions with confidence. So far in the series, we've looked at the context, style, and setting of the play. In today's podcast, we'll start to look at the characters and DNA. In the second podcast in the series, where we looked at style and language, we raised two key questions Why do some characters say a lot and some characters say very little? And why do some characters prefer to speak and some characters prefer to listen? These are important questions to consider when thinking about how particular characters fit in within the group we see in the play. They show about their standing within the group and give us clues about how they individually are affected by the events in DNA. Two characters who say a lot, in terms of the number of lines they have in the play, are Jan and Mark. Firstly, it's important to note that their lines are often very short, sometimes just one word. They also repeat what has already been said on many occasions. This serves to reinforce the seriousness of what has happened, and it's almost as if they're trying to clarify and come to terms with what has happened to Adam. Jan and Mark also provide an important function to us as the audience. They draw us into the middle of the action at the very beginning of each section of the play. They're very much like a narrator or chorus that playwrights often use as a way of setting the scene or filling in blanks for the audience. Of course, Jan and Mark were directly involved in the bullying of Adam that ultimately led him to falling into the grill, presumably killing him. In Act 1, Jan and Mark give a detailed account of events leading up to this, but a lot of the time they seem to be trying to justify their actions and trying to convince everybody that they were having a laugh and that Adam was enjoying the whole experience too. The phrase, we were having a laugh, weren't we, is repeated, and so too is their suggestion of Adam going along with everything and having a laugh too. On page 20, yeah, trying to be part of, yeah, yeah, so we're having a laugh. With him. Yeah, with him. I mean, he's laughing as well. The idea of Adam laughing is reinforced several times, but their speech is also littered with other words such as crying and terrified. Similarly, the extremities of their treatment are dropped into their account too, such as punch him and stubbed out cigarettes. Details such as these show the severity of the bullying that took place. Jan and Mark both appear to be trying to convince themselves, as well as the others, that they have done nothing wrong. They also seem to lack confidence within the group. Jan's question, What are we going to do? is repeated, and she seeks reassurance later on in the play from Phil. Jan says, Are we going to be in trouble? Jan and Mark are showing their innocence as they need to take instructions from others. Phil, on the other hand, takes control of the situation and does know what to do, remaining calm throughout. In reply to Jan asking if they're going to be in trouble, he says, If you go now and say nothing to no one about this, you won't be in trouble. Phil says very little in the play, even though he is on stage in most scenes. Often, though, he is eating, 
Whether that's starburst, waffles or ice cream, Phil just listens, taking everything in. He is obviously listening intently to what the others are saying. He is calm as he gives the details of his plan to everybody. He assigns roles and particular tasks for them to complete to carry out the plan. This shows him to be cold, callous, perhaps even evil. His solution to the problems that Adam's reappearance could cause show this quite clearly, don't they? Dennis Kelly, however, when questioned by the Daily Telegraph about Phil's plan, offered a different interpretation of the character. I don't think he's getting any kind of enjoyment out of it. He's trying to make the best out of a bad situation. What he does is flawed, but it's also natural. You need to form your own individual interpretation of Phil's character. After all, Phil does say, I'm in charge, everyone is happier, what's more important, one person or everyone? You could say that he is genuinely thinking about the good of the group in trying to get them out of a particularly sticky situation, a real bond of friendship and the loyalty that exists within the group. At times he is reassuring, he says, everything is going to be fine. Look also at the stage directions on page 57, when Lou seems unsure about what might happen to them. Phil goes to her, places a hand on her shoulder, smiles, warm, reassuring. Whatever your viewpoint and your take on Phil is, there's no doubt that he is a very complex character. Is he genuinely trying to help the group? Is he trying to manipulate the situation for his own ends? In truth, it could well be a mixture of the two. However, there are a few things that are disturbing about Phil's character. Number one, he seems unconcerned that an innocent man could go to prison. Number two, he is very manipulative with certain members of the group, such as Brian. Number three, his treatment of his girlfriend Leah is particularly strange and lacking in any emotion, bordering on abuse. It is with Leah that we will pick things up next time. Thank you very much for listening. Next, we'll be looking at Leah and all the other characters in DNA in more detail. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to search for and listen to the next episode in the series to build your topic knowledge. Hit the Acast Plus link in the show description to become a premium supporter and unlock access to every episode in every series for as long as you need. We also make GCSE and A-level content for history, RE, sociology and psychology. Happy listening, everyone.